Tonight to the Fork Turret Radio. I'm Jason Beck. This is our local edition. I'm here with Hunter Thomas again, as we have been every week for the past few weeks. This week is a special week, though, because Hunter's at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Summer Shootout Series. That's Legends Cars, Bandoleros, and all the other fun weekly activities down there. He's going to interview some special guests tonight, and we're also going to talk about local dirt track racing where I spent my weekend. But, Hunter, take it away. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Uh, yeah, we're here live for uh, the Bojangles shootout at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, you hear some background noise. Uh, Steve Post talking uh, over the intercom. Uh, but our first guest here tonight is uh, Dawson Cram. Dawson, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Dawson, he's 13 years old. He's from Floresville, North Carolina. Uh, talk about what division you raced in uh, during the summer shootout. I raced in the Legend Cars, and we raced in the Young Line Division. The Young Line Division is actually, they call it the beginner division, but we are actually the fastest division. So, but that's a good thing. Awesome. So, uh, you've been racing since you were four years old. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I've been racing since I was four. I started out in a mini dwarf in California, and then I moved back to North Carolina, got into the Bandoleros, and then I jumped into a legend car. And that's uh, that's pretty neat. I wish my parents would uh, let me get into a race car that early. Um, you actually won here tonight, and you have two wins throughout the Mojangles Summer Shootout. Can you kind of talk about uh, 
you know, recap your uh, shootout series uh, here in 2015? Well, it started out, we won the first race, and then we kind of had an off night the second one, but we still had a pretty good vision to finish. The third one, we got a third place finish, which is a good points night, and tonight we come back to get another win. So we've been, had a strong car all season long, and I hope it stays there. Awesome. Uh, now your family has been uh, deeper than the uh, not only racing, but NASCAR as well. Um, your dad was a crew chief, I believe. Yes, sir. He has crew chief, some big names, as in Bill Elliott, Jason Leffer, uh, Ron Harday Jr., Johnny Borman III, and he spotted some for Dale Earnhardt Sr. Awesome, man. That's that's, uh, that's impressive. That's really neat. That's what uh, the third annual summer shootout is all about, is bringing families together and uh, keeping the tradition going. Now, um, I was talking to you earlier, and you actually plan on, uh, you know, continuing your career uh, beyond the Bojangles Summer Shootout, maybe doing some super trucks and some other stuff? Yes, sir. We plan on um, running some super truck races this season and maybe scattered races next year, and we're also going to try and run some car sewer races next year. Uh, any idea where you're going to race that, maybe on a, on a weekly basis or – we're planning on running Hickory and Elite Mall stock. Awesome. Um, now, what do you do whenever you want behind the wheel or in the shop? Uh, how do you have fun? Well, another thing, which is in another race car, is I run dirt mini sprints and a dirt legend car. But other than that, I like to run cross country and help out my sisters with their horseback riding. Awesome. So you like the adrenaline life just all together. Um, now, You've raced multiple different kind of cars. Uh, what's your favorite so far? My favorite would just be anything that there's good hard racing, and that's basically everything I've driven yet. Awesome. Um, now, how can folks get in contact with you? I know you have uh, Bojang as a sponsor, um, but I'm sure that other sponsors will maybe want to jump on uh, maybe later on or, or so. Uh, how can they get in touch with you maybe through social media? Yes, sir. They can check out my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. They're all the same name, at Dawson Cram. I also have a page, a webpage, www.dawsoncram.com. Okay. Uh, hey, Hunter, if you don't mind, um, yeah, I had a question. Um, you said you race mini sprints and, and Legends cars. Uh, it's actually a two-part question. Have you ever ran at Rockfish Speedway down in Rockfish, North Carolina? I've went there a couple times this year and also was wondering what mini sprint you ran, ran whether it's 600 or um, 270. Um, we have not gone to Rockingham. We, we run a 252-stroke at Millbridge. Millbridge, so that's the track where um, – where a lot of the NASCAR drivers' kids and stuff race near Salisbury, right? Yes, sir. We've had some big names there. Awesome. Do you have anything else for him here tonight, Jason? No, that's 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 all. I just wanted to ask a little bit of microsprint questions since I've seen some microsprint racing this year. All right, Austin. Is there anything else you'd like for the fans to know about you, or anything you'd like to say uh, following your two wins in the summer shootout this season? I just hope everybody can come out to the summer shootout on Tuesday nights and watch some good family racing. We have tons of divisions, and we usually have, like, a school bus race, which is very interesting. They're full-size school buses, 
that people come out and they paint them and they get to race them. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, Dawson, and uh, good luck towards your future endeavors. Um, so far, it seems like everything's going to work out uh, pretty well for you. And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you maybe around Dillon Motor Speedway or or maybe Myrtle Beach Speedway and the Super Trucks and Cars Tour. Um, look forward to doing that. Um, so we'll talk to you later. Thank you. I'll tell you what, Hunter, if he doesn't have a career in NASCAR, he definitely has a he has a career doing something with his, his well-spoken as he is at such a young age. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I was talking to him uh, uh, before the show started, and I was amazed at uh, already the, uh, I guess, the public speaking skills he has. And then uh, our next guest uh, is Josh Williams. He's uh, 20 years old at Fort Charlotte, Florida. And uh, not only does he race uh, in the third annual summer shootout, but he's also second point in the Arkham Racing Series. So, uh, Josh, thanks for joining us. You know, uh, we like coming out here to the Summer Shootout Series. Uh, you know, come out here Tuesday night, uh, blow off a little bit of steam, have some fun. But, um, you know, we've been really focusing on the ARCA Series this year. I've uh, been having a pretty good season, uh, solid runs, a lot of top ten finishes, top five finishes, uh, sitting second in points. So we're having a pretty good season. Down. Now, how did you get uh, stuff here at the uh, Bojang Summer Shootout? Is this for fun? Uh, are you racing for a friend or yourself? Um, I actually, I help a uh, kid in the Young Lions division, the 51, Eddie Patrick. Um, so I just, I get in every now and again in my car. I've still got a couple Legends cars. Uh, I started running the shootout here when I was eight. Um, haven't left since. You know, I usually run at least one race a year. Just, uh, it's always fun, you know, you get in front of the crowd and things like that. And uh, it's just a blast to come here and just hang out with your family and have a good time. And you said you started racing around four and a half years old. Uh, what have you competed in, I guess, throughout your career? Um, you know, kind of like everybody else, started off in go-karts, um, ran quarter midgets, spanaleros, legends cars, pro trucks, super light models, um, you know, and uh, did a little bit of the ARCA stuff, and uh, that's where we are now. Uh, what's your favorite so far? I guess ARCA um, Actually, you know, my favorite thing to drive is a legends car. Uh, you know, you're up on the wheel all the time, and uh, it's, you know, you got more power to weight ratio. So it's, it's a blast. I love driving a legends car over anything else. Now, uh, I guess, obviously, I guess your next step would be uh, NASCAR of some capacity. Uh, you know, how you're going to get there just yet? Or, uh, do you have any plans for next year? Um, you know, that, that's, I think that's every driver's ultimate goal is to make it into a NASCAR series. And uh, we are looking to do, hopefully, some nationwide races next year, like a limited schedule, maybe five to ten races. Um, that, that's our goal for sure. And, our goal this year is to definitely try to win the uh, ARCA Racing Series Championship. But we're, we're pretty close. We're getting there. So we're going to tackle that goal first and then move on to the next one. Uh, what do you like to do uh, when you are just around a race car? It sounds like you're around one all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, we do a lot. I do a lot of my own stuff uh, on the ARCA side. You know, for um, chief my own car, build my own car. So I'm pretty much in a shop all the time. But if not, you know, we uh, we go out in the back. We got 13 acres up here in Concord. So we'll go uh, we'll go shoot some guns or uh, go ride some go karts or something like that. But uh, I'm usually racing 90% of the time. Jason, do you have anything here for Josh Williams tonight? Well, I'm just talking about the Arca series. You know, 
it's a series that's kind of an interesting mix of young drivers and then older drivers that are kind of journeymen, whether it be Frank Kimmel or Bobby Gerhardt or some of these guys. What's it like to race in that division where you have such a mixture of kind of people with different agendas? Um, you just got to know who you're racing against for sure. I mean, you know, you get the young kids that just want to go, go, go right off the bat, and um, then you get the older guys who, you know, they'll they'll give and take a little bit. Um, I, I like the series, you know, for one, you get to race against multiple different drivers and as well as tracks, you know, road courses, short tracks, uh, super speedways, dirt. Um, you know, we run a lot of different things. So I, I feel like it's a really good learning series um, as well as just a, a good series all the way around. Obviously, you're running the big mile dirt tracks, I think, um, in Illinois, and, and I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head where the other one's at, but how yeah, does that compare? Springfield and DeCoin. Uh, Springfield and DeCoin. Okay, have you done any other um, any other dirt racing at all other than with the big cars? Um, I've ran, uh, I've tested a dirt lake model and dirt modified, um, as well as drove one of the Legends modifieds on dirt a couple times. Um, so it's pretty fun. I don't like the cleaning up part, but the driving part's pretty fun. Gotcha. So I guess the ARC series is kind of a, ju- a good jumping off point to hopefully move to that next level, whether it be nationwide or trucks or, or whatever. Do you, from talking to your peers, do you feel those cars drive similar, or is there still a huge difference? Um, there's a huge difference. Um, you know, body and bodies and things like that uh, play a big role in, in the transfer between, you know, say the ARCA car and nationwide stuff. And, and of course, you know, your setups are all different. But uh, um, I feel like uh, that all of the series, you know, Cup, Nationwide, and Truck, I feel like all of those, you know, drive different compared to – I don't think I've drove one series or one car that drives the same as another one. Got you. Of course, the one thing they have in common is they all have four wheels and a steering wheel, and you have to get up on that wheel. (laughs) We certainly hope that you do make it, you know, to the next level. We kind of have a little thing going on here on the fourth turn radio. Every every week when we talk to somebody, they get a little bump, it seems, and they end up winning a race pretty soon. So hopefully the next ARCA race is good luck for you. Well, there you go. We've been uh, been pretty close here at these past few short track races. I led a bunch of laps, and and been running up front, so uh, we're headed to Winchester this weekend, so hopefully we can uh, put our Go Puck Southern Dog eyewear uh, and uh, put it in victory lane. Yeah, Winchester is definitely a tough, fast joint, so keep your belts tight, and hopefully you'll head head in the right direction. Hunter, you got anything else? Yeah, Josh, uh, you know, how can people get in contact with you to maybe sponsor you, and then also um, how can they find you? Uh, do you have any social media accounts? Yeah, of course we do. We, uh, of course, we have our website, which is joshwmotorsports.com, and my Twitter account, which is josh6williams. Well, good deal, Josh. Thanks for joining us here tonight. And, uh, good luck. Moving uh, forward in ARCA and, of course, here in the Bojangles Summer Shootout. Um, hopefully, it'll all work down like it is, and uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing you um, in a Camping World truck or in an Xfinity Series or even Sprint Cup car within the next year or two. All right, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Jeff. Sounds good. All right. Man, Josh, uh, he's another driver. Uh, I guess we lucked up on here tonight. Um, on the fast uh, track to success, without a doubt. Um, our next uh, guest and our final guest here tonight, uh, and Jason, I'll recap. Uh, some of the races that we've been to lately and what's coming up is uh, Ashton Higgins. He's 12 years old and he's Beaverville, North Carolina. Uh, good, good, Nation. good, how are you? Doing well. Um, now, talk, kind of recap your uh, 
Third Jane was seven shootout, uh, 2015, 16 so far. So far, it's been great. Um, we've got we won round one, got second round two, one, three, and four. Yeah, you actually raced in the uh, Outlaws, uh, or the Bandolier Um, Can you just kind of talk about the car for a minute? Uh, maybe some of our viewers at home uh, are familiar with them. They're, they have motors in the rear, and they make about right at 30 horsepower. And most tracks we race at range from a fifth mile to a quarter mile, most of them. Now, you have, I believe you told me uh, you've had 20 national wins, uh, counting tonight's win. Yeah, tonight was my 20th win, and it was great because now all we have to do is come back and win nationals, and we have national points wrapped up. And how, uh, how did you get from you know, your first win to your 20th? I mean, that's, that's why I went here. Uh, how many years did you do that? Well, I started out when I was seven in carts, and started racing these about two and a half years ago. And we've been pretty good in these when we started. We moved up to Outlaws, and then once we got to Outlaws, we started winning a lot of races. Now, Ashton, um, I believe your uh, family is really pretty deep into racing. Um, talk about that. Yeah, my dad used to race all kinds of different stuff when he was growing up. He started when he was about 16, 17 racing at Asheville Speedway. And um, I've just followed his footsteps. Um, now, what do you like to do whenever you are in a, I guess, have your hands on a race car or, or behind the wheel? Well, when I'm not racing, like at Charlotte or Concord or Atlanta, I'm with the Southeast Super Truck Series watching, just watching all the trucks race. I'm at all kinds of different tracks just watching. That's good because I guess you can learn from... Uh, you know, going to multiple tracks, you can see how different drivers get around it um, rather than staying in one place every weekend. Um, now, what's your favorite track you've ever competed at? Uh, I like the track out back at Texas, the fifth mile, because it's high banks, and you barely have to burp the throttle at that track, and it's really fast for a fifth mile. Good deal. Now, I know that uh, I believe Atlanta Motor Speedway races on Thursdays. Are you back in fourth year? Yeah. Yes, sir. We're going from Charlotte to Atlanta. We just have hectic weekends. Only weekdays we really get off is Wednesdays and Sundays. So can you kind of talk about the process? I mean, that's, I mean Atlanta is fairly far away from here. In a sense, I guess it depends on where you're traveling. What's that process like, getting the car ready? And, you know, it doesn't seem like you've gotten any action. Well, it's actually a pretty big transition because Atlanta's got so much more grip than this track does. So when you come here, it's kind of a whole lot different because you have to check up a whole lot earlier and get back to the gas a little bit later. Atlanta's just such a faster track than this track is because all the grip on the track. And so this track's just a big transition from Atlanta, and it kind of gives us an advantage from Atlanta. Well, good deal. Do you have anything for him there, Jason? Yeah, well, Ashton, I just was wondering, you know, you were talking about the tracks being anywhere from a fifth mile to a quarter mile, but there's a couple places where the tracks are a little bit bigger. I know some of the tracks down here in East North Carolina, like Southern National, run Bandoleros, and it's a four-tenths mile, some larger tracks. Have you ran any of those larger tracks like that where you just never lift, almost like a Daytona? No, the biggest tracks I've ran was in carts, and in carts you was almost full throttle at every track. So 
I'm when all race came from Mendo's, I was used to full throttle track, so it was a big transition for me. Gotcha. And with the Bando cars, of course, the way the rule book is, all the cars are supposed to be equal, especially when it comes to engines and things like that. But you've got a lot of yeah. wins. So tell me a little bit about what it is that makes you, you know, better than the competition. We just search for motors and try to find good motors, and AK Performance really hooks this car up through the turns. I can't thank them enough, and Procon and YDX and my mom and dad for everything they do. Well, it's awesome that you have good sponsors at such a young age, and hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to carry those on into the next thing that you race. And um, We certainly appreciate you have, being on the show tonight, and we just wonder if anybody wants to sponsor you or contact you in the future, what's the best way they can get up with you on social media or whatever? Um, on Twitter, we're at Ashtonigans9. On Facebook, we're ALH Motorsports, and we're on Instagram to ALH underscore Motorsports. Awesome. Well, we certainly thank you for being on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Jason and I will take a break real fast, and uh, when we come back, we'll start uh, recapping some of the weekend uh, action that we attended, as well as previous upcoming races. So uh, hold on. Yeah, right back. Radio Short Track Edition. I'm Jason Beck. We just came from talking to the legends and Bandolero stars at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Tuesday night. It's every Tuesday night in the summer. They run the summer shootout. 
it's an awesome little series, especially for those people who live close by to the Speedway that can go. We had Hunter Thomas down there live tonight with live coverage. It's the first time that we've done this in a while on, on the live, so hopefully everything's been sounding okay. We both had a busy weekend over the last couple weekends going to races, and and we had a pretty exciting weekend up here in the Cape Fear region of North Carolina because we had the Lucas Oil Series, dirt late models, come to Fayetteville Motor Speedway for a 50-lap race. $10,000 to win on the line, and some of the biggest names in dirt racing were there. Jonathan Davenport entered the weekend with a seven-race winning streak in the Lucas Oil Series, which is pretty much unheard of with such high competition in that series, and he was able to carry that on to eight in a row, and then eventually the next night to nine in a row, I think they were at Cherokee Speedway the next night in Gaffney and got it to nine in a row before he was ultimately beat on Saturday night finally. So that was a record for Lucas Oil Series. Um, Jonathan didn't really exactly have the easiest time at Fayetteville, though. He qualified in fourth place, and like I said, the biggest names were there. He had Scott Bloomquist there and, and Jimmy Owens and even some local drivers or semi-local drivers like Chris Ferguson, who won the World Outlaws race at Fable Motor Speedway earlier this year. So pretty tough competition there, and Davenport started fourth, fell back at the beginning of the race to about sixth or seventh, and somehow was able to work his way back up. And on a restart, I think it was on lap 27 of 50, Davenport used the outside groove past the second and first place cars on the restart and took the lead and was really never challenged from that point forward. So pretty amazing night of racing there. The local car, cars were also racing at Fayetteville on on that weekend. Of course, that's a big chance for them to shine on a big stage when they're running against, running in front of some of the biggest names in dirt racing. And of course, everybody wanted to win that race. And amazingly enough, a national driver actually won the open wheel, the local open wheel modified race. David Stremme, who used to race in the Sprint Cup Series, actually has been running his dirt modified and was able to take the victory at Fayetteville. So that was pretty cool for the local fans to get to see another NASCAR name come in and, and kind of steal some thunder there. And that modified series, they've been they've been impressive. The local modified guys really put on a good show every time they take to the track with their narrow tires and their high horsepower high horsepower engines. So another um chance for the guys to shine was the Pure Stock series. Martin Sweat took the win there. A buddy of mine, Daniel um, Dustin Watkins, actually qualified on the pole and broke an axle on the first lap, so tough luck to him, and he actually had a better night later in the weekend, and we can talk about that in a few seconds. Um, in the in the Super Street division, local guy named, um, let's see, who won Super Ron Pope. Yeah, Ron Pope from Dunn, North Carolina, has won a bunch of races at Fayetteville this year, was able to outrun the rest of the field in the Super Street division, and in the local late model, Gib Gibbon, who's from Georgia, his father, who passed away about, goodness, probably six or seven years ago now, was a late model superstar. Gib, making young guy, making a big big name. In that local late model race, you had Gib Gibbons, Robbie Turner, Willie Milliken, Dalton Wilson, and Jim Sheffield rounding out your top five. And back in the modifieds, like I said, David Stremme won. David Taylor, another local guy, finished second. Wayne Gray, Jr., who... Actually, the, na- the re- name of the race was the great Wayne Gray Memorial. The-, the race was after his father. He finished third in the Modifieds. Sean Beasley was fourth, and Jordan Taylor was fifth. So a good night of racing at Fayetteville Motor Speedway. And, Hunter, are you there? You want to talk about what's coming up um, this weekend at Myrtle Beach? Talk about that. Um, I'll tell you, I, uh, I only get to see the late, dirt late models uh, twice a year, and um, I get to see them up here at the dirt track at Charlotte. I'll tell you, the 
that's some of the best racing I think you'll ever see, Jason, because they just, you know, it doesn't have to be just the word of outlaws. There, there are a couple other really big, um, you know, late model divisions around like the Lucas Oil and whatnot. And uh, I'll tell you, it seems like the late models always bring a really good crowd uh, wherever they are. Definitely. And I think, honestly, the Lucas Series, probably as far as competition goes, I've seen both of them run this year at Fayetteville. I think the Lucas Series brings the tougher competition. I know that's a debate for for another day, but it just seems like with War Outlaws, six or seven guys could win every week. But with the Lucas Series, 10 or 11 guys can win every week. I know Davenport's kind of been dominating this year, but when you've got names like Earl Pearson Jr. and, and Jimmy Owens and Scott Bloomquist, it's kind of, kind of tough to – to compete with that series. Of course, there's a lot of more local or regional type series too, like the ultimate super late model series and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, and also, sorry, also those names that you just mentioned, those are drivers that can go, you know, they compete in multiple, uh, late model division or series at the same, and they're able to win and like the Lucas oil as well as, you know, the world of outlaws. And, you know, it doesn't matter where they are. It seems like that they can get the victory. Definitely, that's the truth. And the, the cool thing about those cars is they're so similar. You know, we're asphalt guys, so we see every track has a little bit different rule package when it comes to late models or modifieds. But when it comes to dirt, pretty much across the country, a dirt late model is a dirt late model, and a dirt modified is a dirt modified. So those guys are able to pretty much hit the big shows where the money is, and it's pretty cool to see those to see those guys be able to travel like that because of the rules packages being so similar. Absolutely, and. Um... Yeah, I say I, I love watching the late models, and I also like seeing the uh, World of Outlaws sprint cars. Obviously, uh, I guess being somewhat of the uh, you know the primary uh, series. But yeah, um, there was a lot of action going on at Myrtle Beach Speedway over the weekend. Uh, Sam Yarborough, uh, and he just you know extended his uh, point lead. Um, he he won the late model race, followed by uh, Richard Burgess. Uh, Brent Renson in third, Jeremy McDowell, and uh, Lucas Williams in fifth. Uh, things are really starting to heat up there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tyler English is, uh, I guess, uh, closer to me um, growing up in Marlboro County. Um, it looks like he finished seventh. We had him on the show not too long ago. Um, in the Super Truck Series, though, it was Hal Goodson uh, bringing home his second win of the season and that uh, number 13 for Darlington Technical College Super Truck in the PD Crystal Super Truck Series um, out of the four races. Um, I believe he has two wins, a second and a fourth. Um, finishing second to him was Brian Blackwell in that 37 truck with Clay Thomas in third, Clay Skipper in fourth, and then uh, Kevin Parsons coming home in fifth. And then in the Chargers, it was uh, Michael Elliott, um, who races at Dillon Motor Speedway, Florence Motor Speedway, and Myrtle Beach Speedway. Um, he kind of races in all three of them uh, whenever he can find the time uh, to flip-flop. And um, Steve Jones came in second, followed by Ed Williams, Chris Throckton-Morton, and uh, Joe Armakovich. Uh, great series there. They actually had uh, 14 chargers there at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Uh, so that is quite... A, uh, a pack there. And then in the mini stops, um, it was the Fulford show. You had Willie Fulford winning the race, followed by Adam Fulford. Uh, Randy Hewitt came in third. Uh, Michael McKinnon in fourth. And Dell Fulford 
rounded out the top five. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't made it down to Myrtle Beach Speedway, um, you definitely need to. Uh, they've raid action. And now uh, we have some racing coming up at Dillon Motor Speedway um, this upcoming weekend on Saturday, June 27th. Um, Jason, you looking forward to that? Are you going to be competing? Hey, Jason, you there? All right, I can't, uh, can't find Jason. Uh, oh, hey, Jason, are you there? Yeah, I'm back. Unfortunately, we're experiencing some technical difficulties with you being on the road tonight, but we made it work, and I'm back. And to answer your question, no, I'm not racing this weekend. I'm going to take the week off. So okay. But taking yeah, a little break. Going to be great. Go ahead. Yeah, gonna be. No, I'm, just, I'm taking a little break, just trying to get my car a little bit better for next time. But you're right; it is going to be a great weekend at, at Dillon Motors Way. I expect big things in the late model class again. Oh yeah, we have uh, the late models. Uh, we'll be competing as well as the Chargers, Street Stops, the Four Cylinders, uh, Mini Cups. Um, you can text. Uh, you can text Racing to three one three one three one for a discount. Uh, ticket coupon for uh, adult grandstands. Um, and it's just going to be a fantastic show. Um, talk about, uh, I guess, Jason, that you uh, competed a few weeks ago. Um, to a fan, uh, you know, they they may come to the racetrack every week, but maybe they don't quite understand how difficult Dillon Motor Speedway is to get around. It's almost kind of shaped like Darlington. You have one end bigger than the other, except you're running the bottom groove instead of the top groove. Um, what's it like getting around the track in a mini stop? Well, absolutely. Dillon is a unique place, and I've raced it probably, I'd say, 10 tracks since I started racing, and, and Dillon is definitely unique and, and different than all the other ones. Like you said, it is shaped like an egg. You, turn one and two is wide and sweeping and easy to get around, and then you get down to turn three and four, and you, you're in for a reality check the first time you go through there because it's just so tight and narrow. Uh, turn four wall sneaks up at you real easy as you come on the four. You've got to enter turn three a little bit high to kind of change the line. But, yeah, Dillon's a unique place. It's a tough place. and It's amazing that they're able to get 22 cars as wide as late mall stocks around that place without running all over each other. So this year they've been able to do that, and it's been it's been mighty impressive, actually, the, the level of competition and the, the way they get around Dillon. Yeah, absolutely, and that will be the uh, first bank 200. That will be on Saturday, so come on out and uh, enjoy the weekend at Dillon Motor Speedway. Uh, following the June 27th race, the next time since, since the July 4th weekend and all that, the next time Dillon Motor Speedway will be in action will be July 10th through the 11th for the ninth annual Raceway Automotive Fireworks Spectacular. Uh, man, that's going to be a great show, too. We put on one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fireworks show in all of Dillon County. And uh, we'll have the uh, Mid-Atlantic Street Stock Nationals competing for $2,000. Also have light models, chargers, four-cylinders, mini-cups, and plenty of fireworks. Uh, also, um, before we get to the end of the show here tonight, I just want to let you know that the Bojangles Summer Shootout is available uh, for live streaming online. It'll begin at 5 p.m. Uh, every time they race on Tuesday nights. Um, so you need to go to uh, goprn.com, and uh, you'll be able to follow the link 
to see how to subscribe to that and how to pay-per-view. Um, actually, who's putting it on, um, it looks like speed51.com is where the actual link is. Um, so be sure to do that because I'm telling you, some of the best racing you'll see is right here at Charlotte Motor Speedway and the Legends and the Bandoleros. Um, these kids are fighting for everything they have so they can make it to either the ARCA Racing Series or uh, one of the three national series uh, that NASCAR has. Um, Jason, do you have anything else to talk about here tonight? Yeah, yeah real quick before we go away tonight, I want to talk real quick about Dublin Motor Speedway. Last Saturday night went out there for the Oren Taylor Memorial Race. That's their biggest race of the year for, this, for the late models. There's more limited late models that run at, at Dublin and went out there. And, and Russell Irwin from Virginia, they call him the Commonwealth Bandit. He's undefeated this year at, at Dublin. Has also won at Fayetteville this year, but isn't undefeated out there. But he, he continued his undefeated streak at Dublin and kind of dominated that, led wire to wire for their 25-lap uh, late model feature. John Marshall won the open wheel race. That was kind of a marathon event. I believe after about an hour, they'd only ran 11 of their 20 laps, and attrition was kind of high in that one. Uh, Dylan's own Mark Dean won the, the U-Car race. I believe his brother Marty was leading and led the majority of that race and had a mechanical issue. Mark ended up taking the win. So a couple of local South Carolina boys came up to North Carolina and took the hardware at Dublin. Um, the Super Street race was, was definitely in the most interesting one of the night. You had a couple guys getting a little bit hot under the collar at each other and trying to, to fight with the race cars. And an unfortunate, innocent lap car got caught up in that. Uh, I don't know all these guys' names, but that driver ended up getting angry and getting out of his car and, and ca- causing an altercation in the infield that looked about 50, 75 people strong. The police came down there. And, of course, the fans loved it, as usual, as, as they do at a racetrack. Um, that super street race, like I said, was a pretty good one. And it looks like, like I said, I don't know these guys' names. Jerry Johnson actually won that. Jerry Johnson's a kind of a local guy. He He's won a bunch of races here at Fayetteville and at Dublin. And wrapping up the the night, Dustin Watkins, who I mentioned earlier, a buddy of mine, had tough luck after getting the pole at Fayetteville on Thursday night and breaking axle on the first lap. He actually ended up going down to Dublin and winning the pure stock race, which pure stock on dirt, of course, is like a street stock V8. But like I said, pretty good night at, at the old rattlesnake, as they call Dublin, and even if it was a late one, I think I think they ran until about 2 in the morning. But another, another good weekend of racing coming up on tap at all the local tracks, so even if you don't come to Dillon or if you don't go to Myrtle Beach or Fayetteville or wherever you go, just support a local track while they're still open and, and definitely make make your economic impact there. Yeah, I'll tell you, these, uh, these local short tracks um, really need your support. And, uh, hey, th- these drivers need your support too. So, I mean, if you really want to get involved with the sport, I mean, contact some of these guys or, or contact the racetrack and see if they have any suggestions on um, you know, who who maybe would be a good driver for your brand. Um, I'm telling you, you can get so much exposure from, uh, you know, sponsoring these local race car drivers. Um, I mean, hundreds of people come out to these races, if not thousands at, at some of the bigger races. Um, I mean, even for these legend guys, um, you know, you might work out a deal, so you sponsor them for, you know, for um, the summer shootout, the Bojangles summer shootout. And then also throughout the year, maybe they'll race the Dillon Motor Speedway and a few others, so uh, your brand will, will reach even more fans. And then if you wanted to just target a certain racetrack, um, you know, reach out to them. And uh, it doesn't matter what division it is, 
It doesn't matter if it's the late models or the mini stops or the mini cups or, or the chargers or whatever it may be. Uh, your brand will get plenty of recognition. I can assure you that. Um, before we leave, yeah, it's not just about brands. Honestly, if you got any racing fans listening, just go out to the racetrack and buy a pit pass and meet some of these guys. I mean, I'm always looking for people to help me on my car. Everybody is. You don't even have to be knowledgeable. If you can just provide an extra set of hands to somebody, be on someone's pit crew, most of us would be more than glad to provide you with a pit pass or some, some pizza and some, some ice-cold beverages. So, like I so said, there's always a way to get involved, even if you're not a driver. Okay, yeah, Jason, it was actually kind of hard to hear you. They have uh, It's a party here at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway with the music and the, and the lights and everything going off. Um, but before we leave, uh, be sure to follow Charlotte Hunter Speedway on Twitter. That's at DLT uh, Motor, and then uh, they abbreviate Speedway with S-T-D-W-Y. And also you can follow us on Twitter at The Fourth Turn. And uh, we hope to see you and uh, hear from you uh, next time. Uh, remember, you can call into the show. We'd love to hear about your weekend. And... Uh, with that, uh, I think we'll uh, close the show here unless you have something else, Jason. Nope, just everybody have a good weekend. I'll see you at the racetrack on Saturday. All right, everyone. We'll uh, talk to you later, and uh, thanks for joining in.